The Garnet Wager is a show where two players compete in a fantasy-style competition while watching episodes of The Genius. Their drafted fantasy genius contestants earn or lose points through their actions, leading to an ultimate victor at the end of the season. But points don't tell the whole story. You never know when some fantasy garnets will turn the tables. Listeners are invited to play Fantasy Genius as well, through rules and criteria provided via links in the show notes. May you chase those ugly victories and beautiful defeats, even from the safety of your home. This is the Garnet Wager. Begin. Friends and folks, and welcome to another episode of The Garnet Wager. We're here to talk primarily about the South Korean reality game show, The Genius, but also other things, because this episode was bad, and so we're probably going to vamp a bit. Here's the thing. They are listening to The Garnet Wager in the future. My name is Alan. That's six, by the way. You never, ever introduce us for some reason. It's fine. At this point, you know who we are. We're freeballing it, and if you're joining in on like episode seventeen or whatever of, uh, of the Garnet Wager, then you're, you know, you're doing something different. Thirty-seven actually is the number if you're really playing along at home. So we we always talk about on this show how it's really frustrating when they repeat games on the Genius, mm-hmm. and lo, for, God forbid, they actually repeat a main match. That would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, they repeated a main match in the same season. They did it the first time. They did it twice in the same season. What are you guys and doing? And they what? repeated the DM. Everything and, in this and is and a repeat. The DM. <laughs> and nothing was like interesting at all. I want you to be honest with us, genius community. Tell us if you like this episode and why. So there's a cut. There's there's some good things. Let's let's try and be positive. I'm the optimistic one. Uh, we have guests this episode. That's a unique, different thing than they didn't it do is. It the first time. Uh, they're mostly Keist students. They're mostly young Keist boys, which is it's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, they're all kind of charming, and they're all like, "Wait, you're in ninth grade? I'm in eighth grade. Whoa, I'm in th- thir- I graduated a year ago. That's crazy." Um, and then easily the best guest of the bunch uh, is uh, Kim Gayon, who is an actress, uh, owner of the StarCraft Two team Slayers, and also side note, she is in fact the wife of Kim Yo- of Im Yoan. Uh, from, you know, season two, the runner-up of last season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, he that that's pretty fantastic. We have a person who, like, and she brings a lot. She's, like, playing like she's on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was obviously watching last season, so she knows how things go and understands the rules very well. Um, the problem is, like, all of the guests kind of just played like they knew what they were doing. There was no, like, fl- no, no one was, like, having any awkwardness. It's just like, yeah, we're all playing like we know how we're supposed to. Uh, even Yun Sung is like, "Hey, I'm here to play and stick right in the middle because the nature of middle horse race, whatever is that what it's called, middle horse just race, just middle race, just middle race, middle race, um, is that you don't want to stretch too far because you're gonna win or lose. So just kind of play to the middle, which often leads to some very boring plays. Scamming uh, stormy middle horse race. <laughs> Scamming stormy middle horse stock race cart market. Uh, sixty four. Well, origins i play that i would too uh can you oh my god the genius origins where it's like people in like caveman times like drawing things on the floor and then someone just like holds their hand out and they're like wait rock paper knife (laughs) no that can't be (laughs) it we need to work on it the genius origins is at like season zero of the genius and it happens in like an underground like maximum security prison and the winner like like they're they're playing for survival right uh-huh, uh-huh. and the winner like 
barely manages to pull off the victory, but the the loser of the finals is like being burned in oil and as <laughs> as they die they fling some of the oil at the winner and it coats him and burns his skin away and he has to cover it up with bandages, bandages. and goes on to zero host the rest of the genius <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just yeah bandage man origins would be so much better than anything that we could get out of this like um just like bandage man in elementary school like wearing the bandages and his mom is like uh come on honey like you don't need to don't wear it to school like you're gonna get picked on he's like this is the only way I can feel alive. And she's like, All right, okay, um, your funeral, buddy. And like, he's at the lunch table and everyone is like, oh, I got, I brought ham for lunch today. What someone else is like, oh, nice. I brought like sushi. And he's like, <laughs> this is a contestant between different forms of deli meat. <laughs> and he makes everybody place them in the middle and they have to like draw cards and then they just play rock, paper, scissors for five hours. You can hear <laughs> Kim here uh, uh, bindage man bind uh, someday I'll make all of you play I'm gonna make a game where I make all of you play fucking games you'll be the game <laughs> it's like cold out and he it's just it's just like bandage teenager like bandage angsty teen and uh he's like I'm so cold. I just, but it's raining out, but I don't want to wear my winter coat. His mom's like, well, I didn't buy you a coat because we can't afford coats because it's rough out there. But your dad's old, like shitty duster is, is here if you want it. He's like, it'll have to do. And then just dons the hat and walks out into the night with like this long, gigantic brown trench coat dangling behind him. <laughs> a, a, a critical point of the movie, uh, Bandage Man's rival gets shot. And they're uh-huh. holding pressure on the bleeding. It's like, oh, God, we just, we need something to patch up his wounds. Bandage man, <laughs> lend us your bandages. And he just gazes down and he says, no. I You'll have to compete. He's like rolling dice. And he's like, <laughs> he, pulls out, he pulls out decks of cards. Each card has rock, paper, scissors, or anti-rock, anti-paper, or anti-scissors. You have lining. ten chips. <laughs> like, get the defibrillator. <laughs> Uh, oh my god <laughs> wow we're gonna vamp so fucking much on this episode <laughs> what is uh well what's the origin of his hat uh he bought it at the mall <laughs> it was cheap <laughs> and he was like i will give you and they're like it's it's like 15 dollars." and he's like i have this deck of cards <laughs> a bunch of cut paper and uh, a bunch of like little uh name badges that say like <laughs> lord lady and poor person um uh, can we make it something out of this? And she's like, I, I said- have three garnets, <laughs> sir. Security, please take this. Security, you don't please. understand. These are worth. These are worth a thousand dollars each. One of these days, you'll be right, begging buddy. me for these garnets. All right, buddy. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sure they will be right out of here. And we look down, and they're just like jawbreakers. <laughs> Doesn't have any real garnets. Yeah, the uh... idea of the genius as like the bandage man's revenge for the world being rough to him. And just, like, making people suffer in this, like, hell household is really fascinating. Uh, again, more interesting than the episode. Um, and-, I, and, you know, I feel like some episodes that's, that logic wouldn't hold up. Because we've had games that I thought were really, like, clearly everyone was having a good time and they were fun. And it's like, oh, you know, this isn't, like, this isn't some, like, Sisyphean torment. And then there's Middle Race. Yeah. It's which just is- hell. A game that never ends, and, like, they have to make every, almost every part of it montages because it's such a convoluted mess that half the time <laughs> the players don't know what the fuck is happening. They did a little better this time, but it was still just a goddamn mess. And it's just not good. No, not really. Yeah. But, like, the problem is there's no big plays that I encountered... Everyone is playing to their team. They split into a team of four and a team of three, if I, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and those teams proceed to play exactly as they expect to. Not really playing against each other, not betraying each other, but just kind of playing. I mean, okay, if there's a narrative to this, let us let me let me spin a narrative here. Let me, let me take the pieces. Please do, sure. The narrative is that Yu Hyun wants to make a majority alliance. And so he forms a majority alliance with himself... Dong Min and Hyun Min and their guests. Yeah. So that's six versus four, as you mentioned. Uh-huh. However, there are two problems here. Two things lead this to getting complicated. One is that straight up, Young Sung has a better read on the game. 
and just manages to outplay them, right? Yeah, you're right. The four just have a have have some better plays in their pockets, and also the the like the drafting order manages to get them the powers they need to really mix shit up. So they actually beat out the six for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Second, Yuan or not Yuan, excuse me, <laughs> Yuhyun's instinct to like when things are close be like i mean we're allies but i'm just gonna go ahead and take the lead here which he does all the time yeah he's done that like every time uh actually screws things up here because it means he becomes this fence sitter who's not really working for either alliance and everyone ends up pissed at him and it's a boring way to play and it's the reason he gets eliminated Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he gets sent. To, he gets sent to the DM because both sides are like, "Man, fuck this guy." Yeah, like you. Who was it last season? Who we were like, "Oh, this person never really like nailed an alliance down." So of course they got eliminated. Um, I think uh, I can't see his face. Jiwon was kind of yeah. like that, or he was yeah. just like shitty. And it's like, well, yeah, no, you're not working with anyone in particular except that like one person who likes you. But mm-hmm. you know, one person can't always save you in a game like this. Yeah, remember when you when remember when he was just lying to people with literally no bonus? He was just yeah. lying, and then he was like, "I thought we just lied. I thought that was just a thing we did." It's yeah, like, not nah, bud. Dog? Get out of here. What are you talking about? Um, I think that's not quite the same with Yuhyun. I think he's just kind of greedy, uh-huh. um, which I don't think is necessary. Like that's not a bad trait, but you need to keep it in check. And it just it gets the better of him here. And then the right. final piece of the puzzle is that though Young uh, Sung's alliance has a very good plan. They do slip up just for a moment. Their plan has, a, like, a single hole in it. A single, like, one-turn opportunity. And Hyunmin sees it and uses it to get Dongmin into the into the winner's circle. Right. Um, you know, seeing Yu Hyun be like, I really want to, uh, like, actually play the game right now. And I want to form an alliance with the right people. Uh, again, it blowing up in his face because he's, he's doing this too late. But, like, he says, I want to work with Dongmin and I want to play this game with people who are on the winning team. I don't want to just get eliminated, sadly. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool, and I respect that a lot. I think that's, like, you know, a good place to take your your plays this season. It's like, I'm actually going to try and be kind of decent this time. But, you know, immediately, immediately he joins Dongmin and Hyunmin's team. And Dongmin is like, take this piece and do this thing. And he's like, okay, but, like, I don't want to really do that because, like, maybe you're screwing me over still. And, like, maybe I'll just do this. And Dongmin's like, no, like, the way an alliance works is you do what I tell you and then it helps me and you at the same time. He's like, no, 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 you're messing with me. And Dongmin's like, this sucks. <laughs> Hyunmin listens to me when I tell him to do things. That's why he's good. This guy doesn't just t- t- do what I tell him. But also, I mean, like, I, I, I to a certain extent, I see Yu Hyun's perspective here, which is just like, Dongmin is here for himself, and then he's here for Hyunmin second, and I am a distant third. Like, he's shown that he will sell out his his allies if he uh-huh. thinks it's a sure win for himself and Hyunmin, and it's like, can I can I be a little too much for a moment? Yeah, always. Like, I was in the Air Force, and one of the reasons I'm not sad I'm not in the Air Force anymore is because I would get orders, and I wouldn't be told why or what they were for. It was just like, do this thing. And it's like, okay, why does that matter? Why this particular order? I mean, like, I didn't ask these questions. I thought them, but it's like, no, you don't get to ask. You get to ask. It's just like, this is the thing. Do it. You're not going to see the consequences of it. You're not going to know why it was given. You're just going to do it. Cause that's what you're here for is to do it. And I can totally see right. why you Hyun would be like, no, I'm a fucking equal here. If you want me to do something, you fucking explain yourself. Yeah. No, it's not the problem isn't like why I I'm not like criticizing Yu Hyun for not being a blind follower. It's just like, you know, if you're not gonna follow him, then what are you gonna do? Like make your own yeah. plan then. Yeah, it's true. I mean you you Hyun Yu Hyun definitely plays way too much on the fence. This he's just this he's just see, he's just because you're fence sitting, it's like, well, this is a team game. They they talk about how like all of these all of the different pieces and like I don't know, they take a long a long ass time to explain all the different uh cards or whatever that you can play as. But mm. most of them just amount to, like, this combos with one other thing. It allows you to do something that's pretty simple by itself, but when used in conjunction with something else can really, like, solidify your position. Um, it's very simple, and uh, you can't play it solo. Period. That's the way this game mm. works. And, mm. and, like, oh, yeah, all this sense-setting, all this alliance, like, not to sit indecision um, just makes the DM, or makes the main match, again, like, pretty freaking boring. You're a big... 
Dota fan, right, Alan? Yeah, I love Dota so much. Yeah, that's me. So, okay, like, what Dota update would you say this balance patch to middle races? Was this, like, the shifting snows? Would you say this is more of a rekindling soul, or is oh, it, like, a, yeah. is it like a Wraith Knight? I would say it's, like, kind of a mix. It's it's basically rekindling souls, but there's, like, aspects of the Wraith Knight update in it. Yeah, for sure. Mm, yeah, um, no, I can see that. Like, um, in terms of the, the way the meta changes, it's very much more Wraith Knight, but... Yeah, um, but... and there's, the, there's a little bit of the uh, of the like the three spirits in the way the uh, abilities of the characters kind of have been shifted to have like more like distinct roles, don't you think? Yeah. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Three spirits. Isn't that the character who's like try? Is there like a tri spirit character in Dota? Is that true? That is kind of actually true. Yes. Yeah, there are also thought... there are three characters who are named Spirit. There's Storm Spirit, Earth Spirit, and Ember Spirit. But there's also Brewmaster who can turn into three, uh, not actual spirits like elementals. But oh. same basic idea. That's probably what you're thinking of. I might be thinking of League of Legends though too, where there's like a native character who does cool spiritual stuff. Mm. I don't know. I'm uninformed. Um, I'm also uninformed about what else there is to say about this main match. I mean, I don't know that there's too much. I think um I I I guess it was kind of it's weird to say that it's disappointing that the guests performed so well. Right, right? But cuz that's not the problem. The problem is they performed so just they they didn't stand out, right? No, they just exactly. did they just did the thing and it was just like the game didn't leave them that th- that's my biggest problem with this game is I feel like it didn't leave any room for expression. Yeah, player expression is one of the most fun things about the genius period. Mm-hmm. Consistently. And then they have this episode where it's like your best bet is to play safe and play to a team and never deviate. Mm-hmm. That's how you win. Yeah. Um cuz there can be multiple winners. It's like as long as you stay in the middle you're in the winning the winner's bracket. Just don't be first or last. And and then in the case of uh, of Yu Hyun, it's like, well, if you are last, then hopefully you're on an alliance that gives you immunity. Oh, wait, you don't because you don't know how to stick to an alliance. Great work. Yeah. If you just stayed in the back, they would have given you the immortality. Why did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, Guyon was definitely one who I really wanted to see do things. Um, I think the one who was a member of the idol group, the uh, mm-hmm. Mir mm-hmm. from MBLAQ or MBLAQ. Uh, is really funny because he's just like this is crazy the guy who's who brought me here is also ridiculous but like i'm just having a good time he's like kind of silly and good yeah there's a good there's a good little interview where he's like this is my first time on a variety show and dongman's like a variety show and he's like sorry i meant a game he's like a game game this is a this game is to you <laughs> it's like all right you should be saying this is your first time in this kind of life <laughs> like whoa Ooh, whoa yeah and uh, you know going back to what we know about Dongmin's circumstances at the time, there's a little bit of like of like reality in the comedy, right? Which is oh, like yeah. Dongmin was working himself to the bone, and there is probably a little bit of him that was sincerely frustrated at the idea of someone being like, haha, this is so much fun. He's like, No, it's fucking not it's fucking fun. I'm here to fucking work. This is my job. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's fair. Um Yeah, so like good bits of humor, and, and it's like not I don't know. It's not an offensive episode. It's just so dull. Yeah, zoned just, out a lot. Just, it just goes episode. how it goes. There's not a lot to bril- to break down. Like if you were watching this week to week as a South Korean viewer, I'm sure you were like, "That was a fine episode of The Genius." I have nothing. Like you're not looking for something to talk about. But unfortunately, the nature of but. this medium and the nature of our podcast is like we have to find like we need plays, not players, right? We need both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when it's just an okay episode of an okay reality show, it's like, oh, maybe we did. Maybe this is just not designed for us. Yeah, and I guess that's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, this, you know, I don't think there's a realistic threat of of me dropping out, but, like, more and more I'm really looking forward to the break and to us checking out uh, Crime Scene, because yeah. I'm getting kind of frustrated with the genius lately. Definitely. I'd, I'd like a, I'd like it, because the two weeks off even was, or the week off, was, like, time for me to reflect and be like, do I still like the genius? And when I started this episode, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready. And a couple minutes in, I was like, yeah, I still want to like the genius. Mm-hmm. I still like aspects of it a whole lot. I just can't buy all of this this nonsense. Yeah, and we do have. Uh, so, gosh, not even twenty minutes in, but we're already going to kick it to our homework. So let's talk about our homework. Homework, homework, homework. Alan, it's a good time for us to have homework that is something we can really dig into. 
It's true. Tis the season for meaty homework. Fa la 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 la. We got a, We picked a meaty video game this time, folks. Uh, I assigned us the homework this week of the Pokemon trading card video game for the Game Boy Color, uh, which was uh, part of the the first early wave of Pokemon video games, along with the first generation. Uh, it was not very successful at the time. It's like not extremely well known. It came out in Japan in 1998 in North America in 2000. And it was also the first Pokemon game to be released on the 3DS virtual console, which is where I played it. Hmm. Um, it is basically a straight adaptation of the card game. Um, I think the most fascinating thing about playing this game in 2018 is like, so there are a lot of virtual card trading card games out there now between Magic Gathering and Hearthstone and the Artifact and, you know, all these different ones. If you want to just play a CCG, like a virtual one uh, or a TCG, I guess um, you have so many options. What's great about this one, though, is since it's just from a much more innocent time where there's no extemporaneous thing that you have to get, there's no accessory. The whole the whole Pokemon trading card game is in this little this little cartridge that you could buy and what i realized was like as a kid i would have been freaking obsessed with this game because it is so there's so much uh room for like for you to just dump hours into there's all these different like avenues for you to get obsessed with it um it really gets into your head in a really cool way because like the trading card game on a basic level is pretty simple i mean it's designed for kids so it's like designed to be simple um sort of like the pokemon card game you have a a party of Pokemon, and uh, your goal is to defeat the opponent's Pokemon. Um, and the rules are set at the beginning of each match how many gifts each person gets, which are just cards that you hand to the other person when they defeat one of your Pokemon. And so it's that many Pokemon you need to defeat to win the match. And to fight, you attach energy to your Pokemon cards to give them the ability to do their attacks. Usually the energy is, is associated with their type. And there's also type advantage, just like regular Pokemon. Like it kind of plays like regular Pokemon. It it, it actually the, the the video game version is like kind of introduces you into it like it's a Pokemon game. It's like, hey, welcome to the world. There's a big continent. Everyone here wants to fight. Here's your starter deck. Here's the Pokemon Professor and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's a PC. Like it sets it up like you're playing red, blue, and yellow again. It's like you're you're in Gen 1. You know, there's a map, there's cute music and everything. But really, you go outside the door and there is no outside this is a world where all there is to do is play the pokemon trading card game Mm -hmm. and there's something really pure about that because it's like why even make the artifice of walking around when you could even just be like put this in a menu and just be like i want to go to the water gym i now want to fight this person but they went the extra mile and make it feel like you're exploring and you feel like you're going somewhere and there's just enough of character to each of the the clubs i guess they're called they're not called gyms in this Mm mm-hmm Like, there's just enough character to each one that it's like, oh, cool, now in the water gym, I have to fight these three guys and then fight this bodyguard because the the club leader is falling asleep and we don't want her to get attacked or whatever. And the game itself is just really freaking fun. I had a ton of fun playing it. Here's the thing, right? So in order to make this game work, there are some simplifications that happen, like some, some, like, type simplifications that, like, types don't work exactly the same as they do in the normal game, right? Yes. Like, for example, all bug Pokemon are grass. Right, exactly. All ice Pokemon are water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they do some combining of types and stuff. And what it actually results in is a game that's better balanced than Pokemon. Than Pokemon, yeah, totally. And actually is more fun in normal combat. Yes. This game is more fun than Pokemon Red and Blue. Now, Pokemon Red and Blue have more to them than just fun. Right. You're not getting the experience of, like, going around somewhere and meeting people. And and there's no, like... Like I said, there's very little justification for why you're doing any Mm. of this. But it doesn't matter. When they boil it down to, like, you go around and you just get in fights with people, it's just just that. And it's just this pure fun. Mm -hmm. And there are some consolidations for people like me who aren't ready to necessarily like again if i was playing this as a kid i would get so so deep into making the perfect deck because whenever you beat somebody they give you booster packs and they have a chance to have different cards in them um and that's the main way you get more cards is you just beat people and you get decks based on their type so you start with a starter deck like you i picked the, the charmander and friends deck 
You use that to beat everybody in the grass gym a bunch of times that you had to hit the point where you have a grass deck. You use that grass deck to beat the water gym and you repeat and repeat until you've beaten the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, even a little bit of like uh, fucking like Mega Man going on almost with that. Right. Where it, one can beat the other one if you do them in the right order. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it by default isn't that hard because it gives you the advantage of like the other team will always use a type you expect. The only person who I fought who didn't use the type I expected was the mystery guy, who I can't remember his name. Um, but he's this like little Easter egg person who I found in the water gym, just like staring at a painting, and the music changes when he's in the room. And he's this like joke guy who I think was a developer on the game and like worked on the anime. And they put him in the game and he just has like a rogue like random deck. It's got like psychic people in it and like all types. Mm-hmm. And if you beat him, you, like, get a really cool booster pack. But I didn't beat him because he's actually really hard. Because, again, when you actually have to make a balanced deck for all types, it's, like, nigh- it's very hard to make one. Mm-hmm. And then the other consolidation they make is if you're... You don't even want to make your own deck like that. You don't want to, like, go in there and think about how much energy should I do for each base Pokemon. Uh, you can just get decks. Like, they're in the first... in the In the lab that you start the game in, there are, like, these computers where it's, like okay, do you want the Charmander deck and you don't have it yet? Well, we'll tell you all the cards you need and uh, and how many of them you need. And then once you have all of them, we will assemble the deck for you mm-hmm. so that you can just make all the decks in the game without doing the hard thinking of like balancing any of that. Or you can, which is great. They give you a lot of flexibility with like what kind of deck do you want to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of, you can't really build a uh, one type deck. It's not really viable in this game. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, there is a fair bit of flexibility. Like, the first decks you get are honestly kind of suboptimal because they're, like, they're usually, like, three or even four-type decks. And it's just, like, you kind of want a two-type deck. And so there's further optimization. But also, again, unless you're fighting, like, uh, the the guy's name is Imakuni, sort of yes. the, the mystery enemy, um, the game never really demands that of you. It's just, like, there are going to be times where you're going to have bad RNG and you're going to lose a game. But you can always recognize it as that. You always have the room to win. Right. And the matches are short enough that you lose. And you don't. there's no penalty for losing. You just lose. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't lose cards or anything. So it's just like, well, I'll try that again. And I'll hope the RNG works for me. I will say the RNG aspect bums me out a little bit when I'm like on a huge roll and just like kicking ass with my need. And, and to be fair, like it's my fault for making a normal deck. Because the way normal works is there's no normal type in this game. It's called colorless which means that what would normally be considered a normal type Pokemon will instead uh, take energy from literally any element. But the payoff is that they take usually twice to three times as much energy. Mm. So like Kangaskhan just to do Mega Kick is like six energy. But it's six colorless, so you can just pull any energy that you get. Uh, It's not an optimal deck, but like there are abilities like Fury Swipe, which... um, you know, in regular Pokemon does a minimum of two hits and a maximum of six based on RNG. In this, they flip a coin. The coin flip is like a huge thing in the Pokemon trading card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time you hit, and if it's face up, it'll hit again. And if it's face down, you just you end the hit. And if you get three faces down, you do to zero damage. If you get three heads up, uh, you get 60 damage. So it's like the biggest gamble, but like you can totally win or lose a game with a freaking Nidoran just by getting kind of lucky. I had a game that I played, so I was playing this on my Game Boy Pocket in the hell break yeah. room at work, which was sick as hell. Yeah. Um, I definitely looked like a very cool person. Um, and I had a fight that I had buttoned up, right? I was doing a fight in the uh, in the grass in the grass de- uh, club. Yeah. And I was like, this is over. I've got one more prize. I've got one more hit. And I've got five minutes left in my break. This is fine, right? <laughs> right. Uh, that went long because... I was up against, I think it was an Oddish, or maybe it was a Glum, and Gloom, excuse me, and uh, had an ability that had a chance to paralyze, which means that you can't attack. Yeah. Six paralyzes in a row. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, I'm just not, I just don't get to play. Yeah. I'm just going to thumb through turns now. This sucks. And it's just like, it's like... You can't beat me. I've got you like I've got your ass. It's just you're just wasting my time. But you got to admit if that was you on the other side of that that'd be the dopest feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I am a god. I was I was literally in the process of quitting. Like the 3DS version has save states and stuff. 
So I was like, okay, I could cheese these fights, but sometimes I want to see how I'm going to lose so I can really learn the other person's deck. And yeah, there were moments where I was like, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I totally just RNG'd into a win. This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that only works because there's no penalty. If this, like, that make, feels like if I were playing the real Pokemon trading card game in person, I'd be really frustrated with, like, how much you have to rely on, on uh, coin flips. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got to do a little bit extra extracurricular homework because on thanksgiving uh i was at a family friend's house and they had a child there who had a bunch of pokemon cards and i was like do you want to do you want to do you want to play the pokemon trading card game with me and he was like no i don't (laughs) and he instead made a variant of it where you just play goldfish with the energy and i was like oh that's this is not the right game. This is not how you use these energy cards. No, you need to use the right cards. <laughs> and he's like, no, this is more fun. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'm boring here is what this I'm learning. Um, hmm. But it's cool. I was like, wait, yeah, I could totally like, yeah, as long as you have a dice, you have a, a coin and you have like 60. I think you're supposed to have 60 cards. I think that's supposed mm-hmm. to be the minimum. Yeah. Uh, then you can just play this game. It's not even that hard. And also, whenever you bought a deck, they included a coin. Really? It was like a token, but yeah, they inc- they included. I remember getting a lot of copies of this like holographic like Pikachu coin. Right, 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 right. Yeah, totally. And they would make like promotional coins and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a cool yeah. thing. Uh, I w- I have a ton of Pokemon cards now. I'm actually like thinking about going um, like finding my collection and seeing if I can make a deck like a halfway decent deck and and like mm-hmm. do something with it. Uh. It just feels very tactile. It's very, like, you put this card down, you're going to match energy to it, and then you just, like, it's kind of fun playing it when you know how Pokemon works. Because, for example, like, PP is one of the most annoying things about Pokemon. This mm-hmm. idea that, like, you can't use the same ability, not because somebody countered it, but because there's a limit. Do We just have to artificially limit how you use it. And this game is like, no, if you've unlocked, if you've put the energy into unlocking uh, Mega Kick, you can do it every turn as much mm-hmm. as you want. Have fun. You've earned it. You made it there. And it really rewards you for, like, setting up long plays. But there are some moves where it's like, oh, this move burns an energy, right? So. Yeah, I think Payday or... No, Payday just lets you flip a coin. But there are, yeah, there are ones that are, like, takes away your energy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the AI always takes the one that you needed. Like, yeah, it's just... They're pretty smart in that way. There's also weird smart, like, uh, little nuances to it. Like, level even matters to your Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. you could have, like, five Pikachus... But, like, Pikachu level 10 only knows Tackle, but Pikachu level 25 knows, like, Tackle, Thunder, and Thunder Wave. Mm-hmm. But they're, you're not always necessarily, like, but the level 25 one doesn't know Tackle, which is also just a useful move. So, early on, I was just rushing to Evolve Pokemon, and then I realized that that's a really bad strategy in this game because the Evolved ones usually have much higher, mu- do have, like, much, much higher energy costs. Mm-hmm. And you can't do any damage until you hit your first energy threshold you have to start doing damage first that's like the way to win this game is be the first person to start hitting and then pressure the other person into making a move Mm -hmm. it's so cool it's so clever and creative and you know the mute like i said the music is really good there's like a song for every club i think um we'll definitely i'll definitely put some some of the music in here because it's just it's just catchy and and it's just it's, it's it's full of jams um it's just charming like again this being a game you could just own and there's no way to like buy more cards into it is amazing. It feels like too much value, you know, mm-hmm. because you just get cards by playing it more. And technically, a lot of CCGs do that now. Like in Hearthstone, you play to get coins to buy packs, but it's like it's more random, and you have to do certain things in it. Uh, and you cannot. You also have the option to spend money. And this, it's like no, no, no. There's no money to spend. Why would you spend money on this? The whole game is here. You paid for the game, mm-hmm. and it's just it's like a nice little novel thing of like, oh, I can just have a whole card game. With all the cards. And the game doesn't feel weird about making it overpowered. For example, uh, every time you enter a gym for the first time, the professor emails you and like you can check your mail. And he gives you a booster pack and every piece of mail. And he gave me a Mew card in the like second gym. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. And it doesn't necessarily break the game because Mew still has a really high energy cost attacks. But I was like, oh, sick. If I was like <laughs> trying to collect them all and then I couldn't get Mew... And the professor just tosses you a Mew. I would be fucking screaming right now. I'd be freaking out. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. Um, they don't make games like this anymore. They just, they can't. Like, if they may, if they re-released the Pokemon Trading Card game as a video game, they would put microtransactions in it. 
Yeah, they super would. And the current po- iteration of the Pokemon trading card game, like physically, has uh, way more mechanics that feel really bolted on. Like I was looking at um, that ch- that kid's uh, cards, and he had certain ones that were like, you know, the holographic one has a different energy set, and it uses they added more energy types, and it's just the typing has gotten complicated with, you know, the addition of fairy and all that stuff, and it's mm-hmm. just like there is so it's so simple. And there are like there are there are dual types. There are like mega evolutions that don't, don't that only last for like a certain number of turns. And yeah, it's a mess now. It's too it's way too much. This mm-hmm. game is very pure. It's very good. It's really cute seeing like the art too, mm-hmm. uh, the art for the original Pokemon cards, but in like nice little pixel art. Like everyone loves surfing Pikachu, and uh, that weird uh, that weird version of Oddish that looks like tiny. Yeah. No, and it's, picture it's, of Bill. it's yeah it's got all the good art it's really interesting to see like as you say like pixel art like interpretations of like here are two different pikachus with different art styles viewed through pixel it's a really fascinating level of ext- abstraction yeah for different art styles so i think that's really neat to look at because you're also still getting um uh attack animations too and those are different from the ones in the pokemon games so there's just a lot. There's like a lot of of good like visual flair in it, um, and at first I was like, oh, this is mind-numbingly slow. I have to tap through like a ton of text, and then you turn the text speed up, and it's like perfect. Like this mm-hmm. game just became my my ideal. I was on a bus going to and from New York, and I played this game for like pretty much half of my entire commute. I just couldn't stop because once you get into a good groove of just like I'm just gonna get a bunch of cards today, and then I'm gonna use them to beat a couple gyms, like it, or a couple clubs. I'm just in the in the zone. Mm-hmm. It is a fun one. I I I love this game. I'm I'm so glad it it went over. Like it was it was your homework, but it was kind of my homework. Yeah, um, that's the nature of it. Yeah, because it was just like, hey, like we talked about doing a Pokemon game because of you know, let's go Eevee and Pikachu, and I was like, hey, this old Game Boy one, no one played sick as hell. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I like I was a pe- I, the initial appeal for me was like. Oh, this is a card game that's entirely self-contained. I don't have to like read up on anything or read strats anywhere else. I can just play it. And you were like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's honestly fantastic." Um, I guess how many stars are you going to give me? Oh yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> well, that's tricky because I've played this game plenty. Um, so you're not really pushing my comfort zone here, Al. <laughs> you don't have to give me stars for this one. No, I think I, that's the rules. Um, I'm gonna say three. Okay. It was nice to go back to this. Yeah. It's a nice little trip. It was nice to have called into actual use my recurring bit of let me turn around and look at the shelf where I have this game. Oh, right, right. <laughs> let me, oh, it appears I do have this. Mm-hmm. When you were on break and you were, you had to leave in the middle of a match, did you just leave your Game Boy on in the corner? Um, I... What? I didn't leave my break. I just kept playing. (laughs) (laughs) Called out. Called out. (laughs) And then I went back to work and I was like, sorry, I got stopped by a customer. (laughs) Wow. All right. Hopefully none of your coworkers listen to this. I don't think they do, right? Uh, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, oh well. (laughs) It was like, it was like two more minutes. Yeah. 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 Nobody cares. Um, hmm. Speaking of nobody cares. Who wants to talk about a deathmatch? I do. This is my favorite deathmatch of the season. Yeah? No. Oh. They were like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alan and Six. I understand you don't like him when we repeat things. I'm so- We were just having fun. I'm sorry. Uh, We're doing the same thing we did last week. Excuse me? We're doing the maze. Memory maze. Apparently, yeah, we're doing memory maze again. Except this time, uh, I don't know, I guess nothing is different? Nothing is different. Nothing is I mean, different. I mean, guess, I guess obviously it's a different maze, but you know. Yeah, it's Yu Hyun versus uh, Yeonju. Um, Yu Hyun's like, damn, can I just get a free win? Like, if I win twice, then I'm like the, the maze lord. I'm the king of mazes. And Yu Hyun is stone cold confident. No, she's not. She's very nervous. Um, she is ready to play no she's not she's kind of stumbles into it but she fucking turns it around and wins and i'm so proud of her 
she plays really well. I think she plays she a does. little, like, she plays a little strangely. She does some, like, psychological stuff where she, like, intentionally goes over to Hyun's side. And obviously there's the obvious result, like, benefit of that of, like, you can just learn whatever Hyun learns. But also she, on several occasions, tries to, and at one point successfully steps into Hyun's square. And it clearly flusters him and makes him uncomfortable and, ah, you know, psychological strats. Right, exactly. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty hilarious, um, and the cute flirting stuff is fun. Uh, the like, it, it's honestly pretty quick. There's like, it's pretty well edited, um, considering you can make this this exact type of DM really long and boring if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it's no nothing, nothing particularly crazy. She turns it around pretty fast. There's a moment at the end where she's standing right, like they have that classic, like facing the exit, and she just has to make the 50 50 guess of, like, if I go forward, am I going to hit the last wall or am I going to go into the exit? And she hits a wall, and you're like, uh oh, is she going to lose? But she knows how to play. She uses the double time move, and then she wins. Mm-hmm. She's good. And remember last time when I was like, if both people were good, then this DM would be good? I was right. I'm satisfied. This was like. A little bit of a palate cleanser of like, okay, at least this is fine. This isn't like some weird, like if this one, they wanted to do weird experimental shit and it failed, I'd also be cool with that. But they didn't want to do that. They just want to do something that works and do it well. And the players are playing fine and they're by by themselves. This is, I don't hate this DM. Mm -hmm. Sincerely. But maybe stop repeating DMs, guys. Come on. Like seriously, please. For the love of God. My crops are dying. What do you think about that? I think the DM was... I do think it was too long, personally. Okay. Um, Just because, I mean, there, there's, like... It wouldn't have been that long for another DM, but there's just so little to this one. You know? They're just walking around barefoot with lots of shots of their feet. So, okay. Why do they have to be barefoot? Are they worried about getting the, the fucking maze dirty? Like, what is... <laughs> like, is this, like... Is it made of paper? Like, what's going on? Why can't... You handle people with shoes. I don't understand. I don't know either. I actually never thought about that. I just kind of assumed it made sense. No. I mean, I thought about it last time, but I was like, maybe I'm being weird. Maybe this is, maybe I'm being oversensitive. I won't bring it up. But since we had it again, and once again, it was, it was you know, the, the t- producer over in the corner is like, and now you have to take off your shoes. <laughs> take off your socks as well. Yes. Like, yes, bare feet, bare feet on my floor. For an like, ace, you're what? incredible at sounding like a horny old man. It's, <laughs> it's just it was, it was weird. I don't it, understand why they did that. I, we're probably missing something. There's probably a reason. Maybe it's like politeness or something. Like you don't want to walk in someone else's space or whatever. I don't know. Um, yes, but you have lot. to be polite. Take your shoes off. Take Alan, shoes. take your shoes off. I, I, wonder, I like the accent have they have. Take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't take any notes about the ending, uh, about Yun, about uh, Yu Yun's exit. I don't remember much about his exit. I always try to pay attention to that stuff because it's like sometimes it's fun and we can get points for that. But nah. it was fine. It was whatever. I'm so glad that that Yunju is still in the show. That's fantastic. She's now amongst kings. She's a king amongst kings. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was, and also Dongman's there. <laughs> Spicy. It's yeah. He's she's gonna go home next week. It's fine. No, don't. It's either her or Yunsung. Come on. You know Yunsung's gonna survive. You do you you saw you saw the monster come out in Yunsung this week when they both went to go like decide who the elimination candidate was and Dongman's like to be honest. I know he worked with you, but I'd like to send you Hyun. And Young Sun's like, "LOL, sure, kill him. <laughs> Do it. Fuck him it's up, like, well, What? <laughs> Yowza. I don't care about nobody. It's exciting. We're in a weird. We're in a weird good place with this. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, because I didn't look at the preview, so I actually don't even remember what next week is. Probably yeah, some shit. Probably a repeat main match and then a repeat DM. I don't want people to think we're like phoning this episode in six. That's my worry. This is a bo- there's they're not giving us a lot to work with, folks. If you they're really think, not. 
like, oh, you guys didn't talk about this thing. First of all, we're not guys. Second of all, like, tell me. Tell me what we didn't talk about. <laughs> I will talk about it. I love the feedback. Yeah, actually, there was – um. I don't I don't want to call anyone. This is just a scheduling un- unfortunate thing. But uh, listener Reese was like, hey, before – like, after you watch episode nine, uh, let me know because – there's probably something I'd, I'd like to tell you before you record. And I even said that I'd watched the episode before I did to try and make sure that Reese would have enough time, but just didn't see that message, I guess. So there's probably something, there's probably something interesting, some background that we could have, but we don't. Oh, for this one? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Reese, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'd be happy. We'd be happy to cover it in the, in the future, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, this is what it is. Remember that episode where Alan and Six didn't like the game, but they really, really, really liked Pokemon, the, video, the trading card game? Yo. <laughs> That's my favorite episode of the Garden Major. I think we gotta, I think we gotta play it. Like, you and me, like, tabletop simulator, Pokemon trading card game. If we can make that happen, that'd be amazing. And we'll have to pump in the music, obviously. Of course. All right, Alan, well, it's time to talk about fantasy points. Hell yeah. Um, so here's the problem. I'm gonna have to rewatch this episode. I zoned out so fucking much because this episode was really boring. Yeah. Oh, um, to get exact I, points. Yeah, I know you won, but I don't have exact points because I was just like, "No, he's from last season six. What are you talking about?" I know you know him because he was on last season. Uh, yes. Give me your soul. Yes. Uh, Yes, I am. All right, so we we forgot to establish um, last episode Mm -hmm. that for our last picks, uh, for our last, we we were both going down to one, Uh and you are going with uh, Dongmin, and I'm going with Hyunmin, Uh and Dongmin did better, so you won. Oh, fantastic. So uh, you get to assign me homework. Oh, hell yeah. And yourself homework, because again, that's how this works. All right, six... I have decided that our homework for this week is going to be the 2003 animated film Atlantis, Milo's Return. That's right, folks. It's the second one of the hit Atlantis franchise. Uh, you, you may s- think this. You may think have this you is a joke. Have seen Atlantis one? No, God, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I hadn't heard of it until just now. I guess that's a thing. No, it's not even a thing. It was like a movie that they advertised heavily, and then it did real bad. Oh, but we're going to watch the sequel. Yes, we're going to watch the sequel. Exactly. Okay, sure. Cool. <laughs> Got it. This is like watching The Little Mermaid 2. This is such a good idea. <laughs> like, without watching the original Little Mermaid, this is so perfect. I'm so excited for this. Wow. We, we, well, we stumbled into the greatest idea of all time. Oh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm excited to take a look. Uh, if you want to watch along with us, uh, it's, on, it's on Netflix? or It is on Netflix, yes. All right, cool. You like how I'm pretending that I didn't know what it was? I'm doing I'm doing a really good like acting. Yeah, but thing. then you also break the bit by t- doing this part. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I just well, want everyone to know that I'm a really good actor, and if you want like an actor for your thing, if you want to like pay me so I don't have to work at a retail job anymore. <laughs> or if you just have like a freelance role and you just want to plug six into that role, you can just yeah, hire there you go. anything. If you're like, we need someone to play Frieza in my Dragon Ball fan thing. The role you were born to play. It's me, Lord Frieza. Give me your best Lord Frieza impression. Oh, I don't you can't, even know what to say. You can't do. You can't because you don't know dub. You don't know dub Frieza. I. I mean, I've heard dubbed Frieza, but like, it's not. It's it's hard. I'm hearing, and I know. I know the thing. I'm just trying to think of like like. The thing is, I just want to do the Son Goku. <laughs> Son Goku. <laughs> no, Dub Frieza is more like. Uh, uh, hold on, I love that voice actor. He's so fucking good. Um, Foolish Kakarot, <laughs> I'm going to capture Namek. <laughs> very like wow. kind of a right. little bit feminine. It's really good. Also, like. <laughs> being very gently strangled all the time it sounds yes, like yes yes <laughs> and like... yes goals <laughs> wow all right very kinky um that's us hmm. on the guard witch. <laughs> okay well alan i think it's time to take it to the plug zone you're not gonna like do a bit 
I mean, I I I already kind of spent it on like dub freezer su- suggesting auto erotic asphyxiation. It's hard to say. It sounds like you're being auto erotically asphyxiated. No, it doesn't. Okay. It sounds like I'm tongue tied because I'm a person who gets tongue tied. I love group love. If you want to listen to me on another podcast, you can hear me on Chats, a television podcast found wherever you listen to podcasts or chatspod.symbolcast.fm. Over there, we're watching the Babylon 5 TV show, two episodes a week for the rest of our lives. More like a year and a half. But it's really good and you should watch it. We just finished season one and we did a recap that's coming out very soon. So uh, if you're not caught up on the show and you want to watch with us, then listen to that recap and then you can start with season two. The Great Babylon Project. A glory, a, a thing made whole. Wait, how did you know about that? How did you know it was called the Babylon Project? I just, I just know these things. Wait a minute. Now. Wait a minute. Six, are you on Babylon 5 right now? I am Babylon 5. It's me. You thought my name was Six, but it's Five. Babylon 5. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> you Great. can find me on Twitter at, at Babylon 5. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm at Six Detmar on Twitter. You can find a pinned tweet on my profile, which has all the shows that I do. Check it out. All those damn shows. You do so many shows. I love them all. I do. I do. I'm gonna put. I'm. I'm gonna stop talking in a minute here and work on editing another one. So awesome. You know. God, well, oops. Oops. All anime is, is is fun. We're talking about shows that sometimes I like and sometimes I really hate. It's great. Oh, like the genius. Hey, the genius is like boring sometimes, but yeah. it's never fucking kakegurui. God damn. That's fair. Oh, you watched that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't want to say I'm sorry, but hey, again, this was a weird one, folks. And I I guess if you expected a more normal episode of the Garnet Wager, come back next week. We'll try to make it a more standard one. Mm -hmm. But like sometimes the episode isn't great and we want to have fun. So you can give us that. You can afford us that solid. And And, hey, if nothing else, if you're like if you're sitting there being like, I've seen season three, it's only going downhill from here. This is going to be a bummer last couple of episodes. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's possible. But I can at least guarantee you that when we switch to crime scene, we're going to be full of energy. And also, maybe we'll have a little bit of a cast change up with someone who's going to bring a little bit more passion. Donkey Kong is going to be replacing Alan. Welcome, Donkey Kong. How are you? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Huh. What do you... I know this is like, like, you know, RSS, like, a radio free, but you can't fucking say that on air. That's really fucked up, man. <laughs> That's, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm shutting down the podcast. That's really uncalled for. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>